1: In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland. It's the post-game edition of the Browns-Bengals matchup where the Browns move to 3-5 and on the season. And look at this. The Bengals are now back to 4-4. and So uh, the Browns, you know, sitting in third place in the AFC North right now. They beat two out of the three teams. Probably could have beat all four teams, but unfortunately, they did not pull off the win last week against Baltimore. I want to remind you that we're brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Daryl, take us inside that locker room.
0: Yeah, we'll start with Sione takitaku who had himself a pretty nice game. 13 tackles in total. He had a a sack, a tackle for loss. He forced a fumble. Just an outstanding defensive performance from Taki Taki. The night you had, I mean, you, you were killing fools out there tonight. Yeah, no, man, I feel like the, the coaches
2: put a great scheme together, man, put me in a position to win, and uh, we went out there and we executed at a high level, a lot of stuff that we practiced during the week, so um, it, was a good, it was a great win for the team, man. I'm, I'm excited to get that going into the bye week. A lot of guys are banged up to come back and
0: uh, we'll, we'll be stronger. Yeah, you mentioned you guys were banged up, especially at linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just how good did it feel, though, to to be able to have impact plays when you're shorthanded
2: yeah no man i i i've been waiting for this opportunity obviously i'm a competitor that's so why i play this game and um you know the guys were in front of me and a lot of guys went down and um this was my opportunity now you know what i mean it's 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 good to get you know feel you know after a couple weeks of playing and now just getting thrown in there and actually getting the groove um you know expect this for for many weeks to come you know what i mean i i'm, I'm an elite player um and, and I'm you know, really grateful yeah. for the coaches putting me in that, that position to win. And um, I'm just really excited to get the dub,
0: seriously. Between last week and how you guys played in Baltimore and tonight, do you guys feel like, similar to last year, where it started to click defensively after some early struggles, do you feel like it's starting to click on that no, side no, of the ball I, for you guys? I would guys? say
2: this was definitely probably you know, our best game as, as, a, as a whole defense, you know, cover. And and rush, you know what I mean, and going out there and handling stuff. Like I told the media earlier, man, I feel like early on we were definitely, you know, um, definitely going as a defense, and I feel like it was hard for them to recover. And uh, Coach was called a good game, you know, trying to minimize a lot of stuff that they were doing. And obviously we knew they were a drop-back pass team, elite uh, passing team. And so I feel like, you know, a lot of the stuff that we did kind of was giving Burrow a lot of, you know, blurry looks and i feel like he didn't really know what was going on so i feel like the coaches put a great great game plan and we went out there and executed
0: Why? Well, yeah why were you guys able to really get to burrow the way you did and you just i mean he did make some plays but just you guys had that constant pressure on him all night and it just seemed to kind of really wear on him
2: that, that's that's the scheme you know that's the the coaches the coaches put a game good great game plan together and we went out there and executed. That's basically what it was. A lot of stuff that we saw on we'll tape and that we watched during um, the week as a unit, uh, we were able to go out there and, um, and get after
0: Last thing for you, considering how just tough a month it was for you mm-hmm. from a results standpoint, how badly did you guys need this going into this bye? Re-
2: obviously, that's, getting a W is the biggest thing for this team, especially you know the time that it ca- came, going into a bye week. Um, a lot of guys banged up so we'll get a lot of guys back you know what I mean so this W is really really big for this team this organization and uh against a division pony, uh, opponent so we're two and one in the division and um we can definitely get a spark going
0: and there he goes Yoni Takitaki with a big night uh big piece uh, defensively Andy uh of the defensive effort collective effort and uh you know you get the you just hear it in his voice, the the positive vibe that, that they're starting to get that confidence on that side of the ball. Reminds me a little bit of what we saw last year uh, after the, the Patriots game when they had their doors blown off and then the defense finally found their stride. Maybe the defense has found their stride.
3: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
1: You know, I do think it helped the Deion Jones, Deion Jones tonight, I thought had more of an impact than he did in the first game. And um, I, I thought he made his presence felt. And, you know, you look at him and you're watching me like, man, I'm glad they picked this guy up from Atlanta.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, you know, real. And when you look at that linebacker situation and just how shorthanded.
1: Well, Wu was out? Uh, I mean, there were a know, lot of things going on here. Right.
0: And, you know, we touched, I touched on it with Taki Taki in that interview, um, you know, Guys had to step up at that position, and both he and Jones, I thought, played a strong game and they made impactful plays not just plays that came to them, which we have grown accustomed to seeing at the linebacker position for the Browns, but they went out and made plays. Very, very positive sign. Another guy who made some plays, a youngin, Martin Emerson. Nine tackles, broke up a couple of passes. Uh, just, you know, they keep picking on him and he keeps making plays. So, uh, here's the uh, the conversation I had uh with him following the win Monday night. Just talk about the complete defensive effort you guys had. Do you feel like this is is he collectively
3: the the best you guys have played all season? Um yes, sir, I feel like it was the best. You know, we had a shut out during the first half. Honestly feel like um well we did finish, but I feel like we had, like, some bumps in the road where we could have played better towards the end of the game. You know, I feel like we could have got a shut out, honestly. But I feel like it was a complete game for the most part. You know, it's some things to clean up on film, but I feel like defense played a great game.
0: What did that pressure up front do for you
3: and uh, the rest of you guys in the secondary there? Oh, uh, man, we got the best pass rush, so it's everything. Honestly, you don't, have a, you don't have a cover too long, so you get in good position and just be ready and just knowing the ball coming out fast, you kind of just play. With, um, we can
0: just play free. How bad do you guys need this game tonight, considering just what a tough month it
3: was? Oh Man, honestly, we need every game. But this game, you know, a big defensive opponent, um, we needed this game bad just to get back on track.
0: How about you and, and the, the way that you have been able to really step up and, and step in? Uh, you know, as a young player, teams haven't been shy and picking on you and you're going out there week in and week out and you're making impact plays. Just, uh, you know, what's that feeling like to know that you can be that player at this level?
3: Oh, man, it feels great, you know. There's a lot of things, you know, that I'm still figuring out as a young player, but I feel like it's coming along, you know, and I'm just going to keep getting better and taking it a day at a time, honestly. But it feels good just to, you know, come, come in and suit up with my brothers and just get a win like we did tonight.
0: 95 seemed to kind of set the tone when he walked in the building tonight. I and, agree. He, and he carried that, you know, seemed to carry it throughout. Everyone really seemed to feed off that energy. It just uh, touch on that and just, the you know, how he kind of just led quietly, but also he led in a rather loud fashion with his play on the field.
3: Oh Man, well, is a great player, so, you know, <laughs> He just, you know, he just does him. You know, he miles. He's one of a kind. He gonna make plays, and and he gonna, you know, he gonna make impact plays for the defense. So that's kind of no surprise. Um, I feel like the music at the beginning of the game probably played a role, and that's because we always lit in here as a defense. We always having fun. So, but it was just a good performance by him. Just got to keep thinking.
0: So there you have it. Uh, another again strong uh, performance uh, from a youngster who is uh, kind of following in the footsteps of Miles Garrett. There we heard him uh, talk about that uh, at the end of that interview. Andy just kind of following Miles' lead. Not you know, Miles just kind of walking it from walking into that building uh, Monday night, uh, getting on the field, warming up right away early in that game, and just seemed like everybody kind of followed miles Garrett's lead on the defensive side of the ball. And it led to the best defensive performance really uh, of the season and back to back uh, strong defensive performances. We hear that all the time, players talking about stacking games. Well, the defense now has stacked back to back strong showings together And I think that that's very, very important when you look at the outlook for this team going forward because the schedule does get uh, difficult.
1: Daryl, I thought it was interesting. Cincinnati only ran the ball 10 times. Thank you. Cards are in the mail. Yeah. I like, I don't, uh, everyone else has been able to run on the Browns. Thanks, Cincinnati. I don't know why you didn't run tonight.
0: Well, I'll give you, I'll tell you why. Because similar to why the Browns were able to attack the Bengals because the Bengals were shorthanded in their secondary. Mm -hmm. Well, so were the Browns. Uh, Denzel Ward wasn't on the field. Um, You know, Greg Newsome was playing hurt. Uh, it, It was not a full strength secondary. So, I think that the, and then the scoreboard, obviously, uh, especially in, in the, the end, second, I get yeah, it Yeah, there it, I you know, it. in the second half, which has happened to the Browns time and time again. And really, I think skews those statistics, um, you know, uh, the Bengals had to play catch up and not, and they had to play catch up from multiple scores, which, uh, you know, makes you a little bit one dimensional. So, um, yeah, I thought Haps it was ho- interesting off to the Browns
1: uh, during the first quarter, um, Gerard Cherry noticed that when Miles Garrett was in the game, they would only throw short passes because they I I think they felt like they had to get the ball out quick because if they gave Miles any amount of time, he was going to bury Joe, and that that actually played true. So I thought that was a really interesting point in the game. Okay, so we've gone inside the locker room. Now I want to go look ahead to tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this right now, Um, and actually it is today as we record this in the wee hours of the morning. Um, let's talk about the trade deadline, and let's talk about the bye week, what has to happen there, and, uh, and kind of the bigger picture for your Cleveland Browns. They win 32-13 against the Cincinnati Bengals. This is a post-game edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland.